Welcome, everyone, to the Hack the Dino. As you can see, we're working from home and we're on the Twitch. Last of Us 2 has been delayed and we got a look at a new controller. You may finally be getting a Mario Sunshine. And, and, and we have our review of Final Fantasy VII Remake on tonight's Critical Path. Hello everyone out there on the World Wide website. We are Hack the Dino. This is our Critical Path and is the 94th time we've done this. My name is Ben Rosenthal and we are joined here today by the limb collector himself, Mr. Dan McGuinness. Yes. Uh, Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. That's how much of a delay we're on. Uh, the gaming anthropologist, Floppy Starrick. Good afternoon, ladies and germs. Oh, God. And our very own Millennial Falcon, Mr. Braden Dix, 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 Dixon. Mr. Mr. Braden Discord. Go. Got there in the end. Good evening, yeah. everybody. The lag's happening in my brain as well. Well, we've, we've had an eventual, eventful day, haven't we, everyone? <laughs> well, an event for like 20 minutes. That was about it. Oh, no, the, the whole day's been a bit of a banger. Um, Dan, do, do you want to just take us through why we're uh, coming to you live on Twitch and we'll be uploading on YouTube after this show? Yeah, so I um I basically stream Final Fantasy VII and then the Twitch NX, um, Twitch no, NX, no, no just <laughs> on YouTube, uh, and then Square the Enix? Squ Square Enix lawyers shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were lawyers too. I don't know if I've told you guys, but I did a search because through YouTube you can see who uh, requested the copyright takedown and the uh, copyright strike. Uh, and I searched for it, and this email came up. No one, oh, I'll see what that is, and just copied the latter part of the email. Uh, yeah, they're an international law firm that represents Square Enix. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, I'm just going to so, wear it. So, so 90 it is, days, we'll be back. It is that weird gray area of, um, you know, we had the game locally like released here. I paid for it. I went home. I should be able to stream it. I thought I thought that at the worst, they were just going to take the streams down, which they did. And then, then they banned us as well for 90 days. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're not banned. We can still upload videos. We just can't stream live, which is why we're here on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. But if you would like to watch this again or watch any of the other videos that we've got, you can head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino. Click the subscribe button, ring that little bell and do all that sort of stuff. Uh, twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. If you're watching this on replay over there, you should subscribe there because that's where you can join us live like everyone is in the chat. And you can also hear our voices. I'm way too fast, aren't I? You can hear our voices. Voices only uh, if you're a podcast type of person over on SoundCloud, over on iTunes and over on Spotify. Just search for Hack the Dino and we'll be there, but you won't know it because you can't see us. And we'll, we'll be, be there working. and you won't be. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for what we've been playing. What we've been playing. Oh, what have we been playing? What have I been playing? Oh, I'll tell what you. you been playing? <laughs> we don't um, know what Dan's been playing. Yeah, Dan has been um, playing. I'm just getting my footage up. Uh, get get my footage ready. So, Final Fantasy. I'm risking it. I'm putting it up again. <laughs> this is my footage. <laughs> you, you can see this. Look, look. I could match the top of my head. You can see there. That's my head from me um, streaming. Anyhow, Final Fantasy VII. Um, so, I'm going to quickly just go through a little bit of my Final Fantasy history with you guys. So... Um, what what my relationship is with Final Fantasy. So from the start, the first thing, obviously I saw it being played by my friends when I was younger. 
Um, then I obviously got into Advent Children, the film, um, which was set after Final Fantasy VII. And I was obsessed with that. I was like, what is this thing? And I like, got so deep into the lore, it was ridiculous. Then I played Crisis Core on the old PSP, and I loved that. Um, I even played Dirge of Cerebus on PS2, where you play as Vincent, the vampire oh, did man. did you play that, Dan? Yeah, man. I was all over it. Oh, so, yeah. my God. I loved that. I had cloud never toys. never seen that. You've never even seen it? No. Nah. Oh, well, who are you? Um... I had the toys, Nobody. I had the cloud toys, I had the Sephiroth toys, I had the soundtrack on, like, vinyl. <laughs> like, I had it all. Anyway, that's what Final Fantasy VII meant to me. So, going into this review, um, I'm just, I was just giving you a bit of a game. But, the weird thing is, I never played the actual game. I never played Final Fantasy VII. Um, what does that make me? The biggest poser in the entire world? I believe it does. Anyhow, let's continue on. Um, <laughs> oh, look at that hotness so the story so i'm going to talk a little bit about the story so you basically it's the same as the original uh, dan 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 before you do before you do i think maybe we should give a bit of a spoiler warning here for those of you who haven't played it and haven't had it out for a week and haven't been banned from youtube for it um sorry if you're watching now square enix yeah sorry guys <laughs> and anyone who's got the game and hasn't played it there will be spoilers so maybe switch off for you know two or three minutes continue yeah. so i'm not actually not going to spoil anything Except for if you're watching the, the footage up uh, on, on our Twitch. <laughs> um, so you play as C Cloud Strife, uh, a merc for hire who is an ex-soldier of the evil company Shinra. Um, he, um, and he joins an organization called the Avalanche, who are basically terrorists. You actually born a, you join a terrorist sect and your first mission is you blow up a reactor. Um, it's pretty touchy stuff these days. Um and you join this avalanche group with your childhood friend, Tifa, who you grew up with. So that's all I'm going to say. That's the start of the game. That's the opening of it. Um, so straight away, um, you can see the game looks very, 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 very nice. Um, uh, the gameplay itself, you have... So it's not turn-based anymore, like the original uh, Final Fantasy VII. It has... Um, uh, it's more like Final Fantasy XV, where it's just like, you know, real-time, slashy, slashy, hacky. Uh, you have a light attack, you have a heavy attack uh, of your sword. Um, you also have, um, uh, you press X and you go into a slow, a super slow motion menu, which was on there before, which I have, um, I was trying, I was hoping would line up, but it didn't. <laughs> so yeah, you go into a super slow motion menu where you can do a more turn-based kind of vibe where you just like, you can choose your spells, your, um, your different, uh, your items, your, your special attacks and stuff like that. And then you perform those once you come out of the slow-mo. Um, which looks beautiful. That, in my opinion, is easily the bit that you can see on the screen now, the slow motion here in the menu. It is such a crazy slow motion because you can control the camera within the slow motion. So you can look around the scene while it's, everything is moving super slow. Even all the lightning and light and everything gets like um, shown. It's really, really, really cool. Um, but yeah, and, and that's it. And then it's basically a free roam kind of uh, game where you, you roam around in the areas and you pick up quests. You also have the ability to um, acquire summons. So summons are like the Final Fantasy, um, you know, in every in every Final Fantasy game, you have a certain amount of things. You have Gil, you have Chocobos, and you have summons. They're in all of them, I think. Someone, um, you know, hit us up in the Discord. It's like, get it right. Oh, <laughs> they will. They will. Well, yeah, I think they're they, going to oh, hit you up big time. Yeah. Um, 
the only uh, so yeah so that and that and that's that. So then then I'm I'm going to move on to um oh this is a boring bit of the uh, video of me here we go <laughs> me going to the toilet. Uh, summons were in all but the first two games. We've just been told in the chat. Thank you, Spigoli dude. Um, so graphics. I want to talk about the graphics in a minute. So the graphics. Characters look the part in this game. They are as good a graphics as like the character models as they are in like Advent Children. Tifa is beautiful. It's too beautiful. And in fact, one of the my uh, my um, gripes of it is everyone in this world is too good looking. They are so good looking. It is absolutely ridiculous. Like you're in the slums of like the poor people that are living in shanty houses, and all of them look like they're baristas or <laughs> they're uh, ca- catalog <laughs> models or something like that. They're, they're ridiculous. Um, but that's cool. That's their I world. They're, they're all just really good looking. Um, it's just like the hack the dino world. I- exactly. Exactly. Um, the, yeah. <laughs> the one little problem I had is that, like, yeah, the hair, um, the hair on the characters that have a divot effect in them, which I, I found a bit gripey. I didn't really like, I don't know if that'll be on the PC version, but we'll find that out where it looked divot is like, kind of like a jaggedy edge on the, um, on the hair, but I, I can get, I can get away with that. Um, the other, um, the other part is they've done some shortcuts in their graphics here. I feel they've had a long time to get this game right, and there were some things they've really shortcutted on. Um, I have a, an example here I'll, just, I'll move on to. So here is like uh, a, a, an example of a screenshot of the texture on a wall here of welcome to our Harriet Tomo. Uh, what? Hey, are, God. There are a <laughs> lot. terrible. Yeah, there are a lot of. A hornet's nest? <laughs> yeah, th- there are a lot of examples of this in the game. Um, you can see right next to it there the door as well. Very, 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 very uh, uh, low textures. And I'm a mass- I'm a texture stickler in games. Like Final Fantasy 15, there was nothing wrong with the whole game, and that did not take 23 years to come out. <laughs> like, yeah. um, there was a whole bit in the slums of a giant rubbish pile, and it just looked like one small picture stretched over the whole lot. Um, it uh, apart from that, th- that's the only thing. The other, um, my other little tiny uh, uh, gripe in it is that um, some of the gameplay I have found to be a little bit slow and dated, um, just like. They've added in. So what this is, this is like part like one. Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. This is part <laughs> one of, um, so they have made a whole game out of one section of the original game. There is another game going to come out, probably three, and they've really padded out the mission. So you've got stuff like go kill rats, you know, for a, a, a shopkeeper and stuff like that. Just stuff that doesn't need to be in it. My other small gripe is that, so it's very slow moving in a lot of points where I, to the point where I was just like, come on guys, just, just speed it up, just speed it up. Um, the cutscenes are amazing in this. They're so good. It's like watching Advent Children. There is like that the most opening flam- cutscene is absolutely beautiful. Dude, the, the cutscene, which I don't have in this section, I don't think I'm going to just check of when you, um, it'll be right near the end of when you're, no, nah. uh, when you're, um, you've, you fight this um, 
guy on a motorbike and he is hilarious he's another soldier um he he's another a baddie but he's this flamboyant ridiculous amazing character he's so good he's so funny some of the voice acting uh with the women i found was very tedious um they make girls in it i don't want to like sound bitchy or anything but they make girls oh no i shouldn't even say that actually um they make girls very it's like what a japanese man wants a woman to be like and like they're 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 really submissive to me. They're all about that. All they want to do is sleep with you. Um, they always mention about that. And all that Cloud is doing is constantly turning down women's um, advances towards him. And it's it gets full on. And I actually found it a bit. Um, uh, the the women are very typically supportive and very encouraging of the guys. Yes, they are. That's Was that a little bit cringy? It, it it just seemed a little bit bad. But like, don't get me wrong. This game is cool. This game is very beautiful. It's very good. It's just a little bit slow moving. And I think people who are used to the, the fast pace of Final Fantasy XV are going to find this a massive slowdown to what they're used to. Um, I think this is really made for the fans. And you fans out there that I know that, that are out there and are playing it, you are loving it and it's made for you. So it's probably perfect. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, wait up. I, I forgot to talk about the music. Um... So, Summer, the music in the game is, in my opinion, the best part. The the the, the action music in it, well, I can't play it on here, is so good. It is such an amping soundtrack, and then it, it is so good. And the voice acting is its is its. Right, so, the, the, I think the music is its strongest point, and its voice acting um, is its weakest point in a lot of bits. Um, and that's about it, really. Um, yeah. Dan, if I could ask, uh, so this is, uh, gosh, a 25-year build-up for you to play this game because you never played the original. But you're 23, you, you're obsessed over it. Uh, has it lived up to that hype of 23 years and will you keep playing it until it's finished and will you buy the other two parts? Oh, I'm going probably, to, I probably will play this one until I finish it just because like, I just want to see all the cut scenes and that's kind of... What is bad? Oh, I did have one other thing I wanted to talk about that did disappoint me. I thought the summons weren't as cool in this as they were in the original. The summons to me were like, um, as, as I said, I haven't played it, but I've watched people play it, but I've played the other ones. <laughs> so it's a bit hard for me to explain. But summons seem to be like the big, gnarly, amazing, beautiful thing um, that, you know, you'd always, I'd always want to work towards. I did in Final Fantasy X. I loved them in X. And it was always the, the new thing I wanted to get. In this, you get them, and I'm like, this is going to be wicked. This is going to be wicked. When you bring them in, they just come in as a playable character. And to tell you the truth, you don't see them that much. Um, they're just there hitting the bad guy on the side. And it's just not a, a bigger event as I wanted it to be. Eventually, they do do a super move at the end. But I found that a lot of the time, I killed the main guys before um, they got to do their special moves, their big super moves. So I never ever got in playing for the 10 hours I played it for. I didn't get to see the um, uh, the, the 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 special move, and I got um, I got a riff. I don't know how to say his name, and I got um, Shiva. I got two of them, and I never got to see their their special. So yeah, but that's it. But that's um, so that's that's what I've been playing. What has everyone else been playing? Well, I've been sticking to the uh, old Animal Crossing for a majority of the week. I've been waking up because uh, I wake up very early in the morning. Uh, so I'm able to open up and boot it up at 5am 
uh, when the day ticks over and do all the necessities before I head off to work. Uh, was having a really great time with it. Really enjoy it. Been playing it with my daughter a lot. Been going to her island. She's been coming to my island. Uh, having a real good time. And then the bunny came. This <laughs> bunny day event is absolutely in like it's so much what have they done <laughs> like uh firstly for those of you who don't know or haven't heard about it it's a bunny day event where some homicidal serial killer bunny comes to your town and just stares at you and says hey guess what i'm gonna make everything eggs and you're gonna make all the egg things and then i'm gonna come back and you're gonna make all the egg things i'm gonna give you something really really cool because i like eggs 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 um yeah so a bit scary <laughs> i can see people uh, just so digging when- up eggs yeah, uh, part of this game is the grind. What appeals to it is the grind is fun. Like you go fishing and you go collect bugs and you sell them and you collect money and that's how you pay off your house and the bridges and everything, the infrastructure of your island. Um, so the grind is what people really love about this game. And what they've done is, well, at the start at least, replaced all those grind uh, mechanics with just getting eggs. And you couldn't choose how many eggs you got. And it was like to the point where I think I was fishing one time and I got something like 15 water eggs in a row. Uh, And these eggs are useless apart from the crafting. You can't sell them for any high amount of money or anything. And you have to collect the recipes in order to craft. So if you don't have all the recipes, then you're just stuck with this hoard of eggs. Uh, Anyway, people were absolutely uh, livid about it. Uh, The internet wasn't pleased. I know, big change. Uh, And... Well, as such, Nintendo nerfed it. And, I, you know, they had to. This was only a two-week thing. And by the end of the first week, they were doing themselves so much damage because this game only came out on the 20th of last month. Uh, so you've got a lot of new players still adapting, still coming into it. And they're coming right into this uh, event and they're just getting eggs all the time. And it was to the point where it was, you know, hurting the gameplay. It got to the point where I didn't want to do the grind and I didn't want to play as much because I knew I was just going to be get stuck with all this egg crap. Uh, thankfully though, Nintendo has nerfed it, uh, but you still do get the occasional egg, but it doesn't matter because this time tomorrow it'll all be done and we can sail on and go Ooh. as usual. Brayden, I know you play, uh, Animal Crossing a little bit. Have you got a quick little, um, aside for the egg day before I move on to the other game I've been playing? As we can currently see on this, uh, the gameplay footage that we're seeing, uh, Michaela uh, on our island has a terrifying bunny day room exactly like this. Um, oh God! We believe we've crafted everything so far. Like, uh, and thankfully they have slowed down the eggs, so we can actually, you know, do things that are useful for the island now. But yeah, it it was just it was it was very strange. Um, I'm also looking forward to whatever they do for Earth Day later this month. He's rolling in the eggs. <laughs> that rolling in the eggs is awesome. Full... I haven't seen that. That's great. Did it run for the full amount of time that it was meant to? Uh, it will, because it was only a two-week thing. So at the end of the first week, they uh, hit hit us with the nerf, so we're not getting as many eggs anymore. And then this is the end of the second week uh, on the 12th, which is Sunday, not Saturday. I got that mixed up. Oh, I got all my hopes up. So uh, you so might yeah. not be able to find all the other things that you would usually find, like the fruit and all that sort of stuff at all. You just got eggs. No, they're there, but uh, before the nerf, uh, the eggs were, say, 75 to 25%. So you got eggs 75% of the time when you were trying to uh, grind for other stuff. Oh, that's rubbish. Yeah, it was bad. It it really hurt the game. Honestly, it was just like everywhere you looked was eggs. There was no way to escape it anywhere. They're on trees, they're in rivers, they're in rocks, they're in the ground, they're from the sky. They are everywhere. 
Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, the one's coming in the sky. There's a little uh, wind uh, sound that plays whenever a balloon's floating across and you use your slingshot to knock it down and it comes down. They like comes, oh, I'd say you get a balloon randomly appearing, say every 15, 20 minutes just coming through. Um, yeah, they, they up that to have special uh, egg day balloons coming through and they were coming through every two minutes, every minute yeah. and a half. Honestly. So you constantly hear this. And it, no, it just gives you anxiety. It's like, where is it? Where is it? Oh, there you go. You can see it on the screen now, that uh, multicolored bomb coming in. And every <laughs> two minutes they were coming in. It was, yeah, it, it was not fun. And Animal Crossing is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be relaxing. And this egg day event before the nerf was anything but that. But thankfully they've nerfed it now. We're getting some kind of semblance of normalcy back. And as I said, in 48 hours, it'll be a thing of the past. And we can look forward to what's the next event? The uh, Halloween? Earth Day. Maybe? Earth Day. Earth Day. Get, end of this month, we get Earth Day. I've no clue what it's going to be about, but I'm very excited. Cool. Um, I also got to play another little game as well, very briefly in between all my uh, fishing. It was called Music Racer. Now, this has just come out on the Switch, I believe. Uh, it's uh, been on the PC before. Uh, I bought it purely because it was, well, it was only $7 Australian uh, and also looked cool Cheap as gay. hell. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so basically, this is a Benjamin game. It's got neon lights. It's got an awesome synth soundtrack. Uh, and you can go through and choose the Tron light bike as a car or the DeLorean from Back to the Future as a car or Kit from Knight Rider. It just has a multiple of other cards uh, called other things, of course, uh, that you can get, unlock. How do they get those licenses? Well, <laughs> they're called... Oh, that's just a Lamborghini. Uh, they just call them different things. Like, for example, the uh, the DeLorean is just called the Lorian. And <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, so lazy. Night, I love it. The the Night Rider car, I think, is called the the Kit Rider or something like that. They just sort of tweak oh, yeah. it because they're all cars, so you can't really register a car. Well, you can, but you know what I mean. You should uh, be able to, you should be able to get the initial D car. car. The Sorry, initial, you. you should be able to get the initial D car and deliver, yeah, to the and deliver tofu. eighty <laughs> um, six. So you can also unlock other levels, uh, which is easily enough, especially if you choose baby mode, because there's a couple of different mo modes. There's normal mode where you uh, collect the tabs that you can see on screen now, which I originally thought were tabs like in Guitar Hero, but that's not the case. I'll get into that in a bit. And it just has uh, pillars that stick up in the middle of the road and you have to avoid them uh then you've got uh hard mode which is hard then you've got what they call zen mode which is you just driving along collecting the tabs listening to the music very relaxed very chilled uh then they have cinematic mode where it's just the awesome music playing with all these graphics coming in uh the neon 80s uh type things uh so that was pretty cool uh gameplay wise would you recommend it well i'm getting to that Okay, Jeez, okay, I didn't no speed you off your review. Far out, man. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it's not great. Uh, so you might be able to tell here that you, can, you can't really see the upcoming tabs. So they've tried to make the, the uh, road a little bit transparent so you can see what's coming up. But uh, when you're playing it and you're actually in the game, immersed in the game, you're concentrating so much on the steering that you don't notice the tabs. And it's really, really hard to get a good combo going with it, especially in the harder levels. Uh, or the harder difficulty levels. Um, you don't really feel immersed in the game either uh, because you're not pressing anything to drive. It's an auto drive. All you're doing is pressing left and right. And that left and right function is very um, clicky. Like you can't 
double over to the uh, furthest lane. You have to go into this middle lane, then into the other lane, and then back into that lane. It, it doesn't have any fluid motions. It doesn't feel like a vehicle. It feels like you're clicking a button. Um, however, the songs are great. Uh, they're all original hits from what I can tell. There's some with vocals. Uh, there's some, you know, there's some one called Retro VHS, just to give you an example of what the music is. It's oh, gorgeous. I love the music. Oh. Um, it does look great. Uh, for $7, yeah, it's probably worth that if you want something just to sit down for five minutes and have a play with. Other than that, probably not. Um, but, you know, they may add more stuff uh, in later updates. I think there's only about 20 songs or so. Yeah, right. When you get the retro VHS song, does it just come up with, have you got what you paid for? It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and then then uh, Buford Mad Dog Tannen calls Marty McFly a uh, egg-sucking gutter trash. Yeah. Nice. Braden has uh, no idea what we're talking about. I mean, knows. I've seen Back to the Future. I was going to make a joke about how, like, you wouldn't download a car. Yeah, see, that's your generation. Our generation yeah. had uh, had movie clips. Uh, oh yeah, okay, and, okay. and that was part of it. As Mike, that would have been fun. Anyway, as Townsley says in the chat, it was "dooded up, edge sucking gutter cha- trash." Gutter trash. <laughs> dooded up. <laughs> and yeah, let's go. Dooded up in his Clint Eastwood gear. Braden. Braden. All right. So uh, yeah, I've been playing. I've been jumping between a couple of weird little things. Uh, I. Went, uh, I went on the PC as per Dan's recommendation across many episodes of the show and got an Xbox Game Pass for PC. Been playing nice. a bit of that Forza Horizon 4 um, just because I felt like a racing game and I was like, so Forza's pretty. meant to be the best one. Ooh. And yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh my God. Um, and then I also have been playing XCOM 2 just because I like the XCOM games. Um, but uh, I wanted to sort of, instead of talking about those two games, because I mean, one's a racing game, one's a strategy game. People know what those are. Um, I wanted to actually mention a little thing that we're working on uh, to sort of bring a little bit of extra new stuff to the channel. Um, oh, we're doing this now? Yeah, I just wanted to drop it now as a bit of a, oh, okay. hey, how you doing? Um, sure. I, I didn't know. Be... I, I didn't think we were, but okay. <laughs> no, I want to talk about it now. Um, Brayden's going uh, into business for himself, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking over a little bit. No, um, what I wanted to do is uh, provide a bit of an outlet for everyone to sort of get to know us a little bit better and for us to talk about stuff that isn't just games per se. I mean, we can still talk about games if you want. Um, I'll be talking about games. Yeah, you definitely will be. Um, it's Hack the Dino's Pop Culture Club. Um, basically, what it'll be is every week or so, uh, there'll be a little video that comes out where we get to talk about whatever we've been listening to, reading, watching, whatever. And um, we just get to talk about it for a little bit uh, and interact with you guys. Um, Patreons will get it a week early. Um, and then the following week, when it goes live to the public, that's when the next one will drop for the Patreons. So it's a good little uh steamboat there that'll keep on chugging um but yeah anything anything at all that you want to chat about, about i want to i'm going to talk about manga and anime i reckon i'm going to do an evangelion special as well there you go awesome perfect. i cannot wait to personally start talking about all my piercings oh, oh yeah um, wow all That's, 12 um, all, all 12 of them down your ridge oh um, you know there's only 11 on the ridge there's one on the albert oh and Six on the head. I was just going to make bad dad jokes. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, you could do that. That's fine. Like that's 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 the charm of the show. You can kind of do whatever you want. Um, no, I'm actually long videos or anything. I'm actually going to start uh, talking about my collection, which you can poorly see behind me. Um, just because I've been saying to everyone, well, these guys for ages, oh yeah, I, sh I should really start filming videos about some of my collection because I like talking about that stuff. Hang on, I'll duck out the way to see if the light improves. Yeah, there Ooh. you go. Perfect. Oh, I'll let you talk so that way it goes That's back an to extensive it. collection. Yeah, thanks. Th just, just let me, let me, let me, let me have my thing. Dan, comment on it. Very good, Ben. <laughs> yeah, so for, for, for uh, the people who are listening on the podcast, Ben just showed us his background of all his knickknacks and his childhood fetishes and his ridiculousness. Dan, you, you're going to get us blocked by lawyers again. <laughs> nah, that, that YouTube loves that. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm going to get blocked um, by lawyers, Ben's too. lawyers. Different kind of lawyers. Um, anyway, when's yeah. that coming up, Braden? When, when um, do we so have to actually start filming stuff? Keep an eye out for that. Um, no pressure on you guys, but if you can get it to me over the weekend, I'll try and get it up for the Patreons on Monday. But hey, we'll oh, see. Bloody hell. All right, Floppy, you got any bombshells you want to drop on us? Uh, no, so no bombshells, but I have been playing Resident Evil 3. Oh, tell us about it. I've been looking forward to this. This game looks gorgeous. For the first time in a long time, I actually finished a game in a rather quick sort of time. I finished it over a weekend. Wow. pretty much all I did. Um, so for people that haven't played it, or haven't looked at it or haven't played much of Resident Evil, it got the same treatment as the Resident Evil 2 remake did last year. Uh, so they've rebuilt it from the ground up and it is gorgeous. It looks beautiful. It is, yeah, look, don't bother going back and playing the old ones if you haven't. Um, they have so much detail crammed into this game. It is unreal. Like I've died so many times because I keep just stopping and looking at details of little piles of rubbish in the corner or, you know, the things that are on shelves in a, in a room. There is so much detail in there, it is unbelievable. Does it have a really um, blurry welcome to the hometown thing on the wall? <laughs> so, welcome to the hometown. Welcome to the to the hornet's nest that you could not quite read. Nah, look at the, unlike that, this, the textures in this are phenomenal. You would love them, Dan. Um, I'm a lighting guy. I really like the way they use shadows and light and the absence of light in some areas as well. It actually adds to the whole atmosphere and makes it terrifying there's parts when you're running down say an alleyway and the shadow that is cast of you running down the other way is so crisp and it, and it adjusts so quickly it's actually yeah it adds to the whole atmosphere and makes it really really sort of scary as well which is really good uh another thing they've worked on really good is the character designs so originally if you have played the original resident evil you know that jewel who is a um special forces police officer Within like a mini skirt, and I think it was a tank top, which is ridiculous. But it was very don't forget 1990s. her beret. She had oh, the, beret. the beret. Yeah, that made her more special forces. Don't forget it? her her alternate costume where she wore a mini skirt, and then there's been outrage from the nerds on the internet because that mini skirt has been turned into shorts, and people were going to say yeah. they were going to uh, sue for false advertising <laughs> because yeah. she was in her little skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love the character design. I love that they've made her more utilitarian. She looks way more badass. Um, she actually looks more the part like the like the male characters always have. They're always in their cargo pants and their vests with pockets and gadgets and stuff. They look very special forces, very utilitarian. And they've done that with Jill as well. And that looks really awesome. Um, so the story actually takes place around Resident Evil 2. So in Raccoon City. So this is one of the coolest things. One of my favorite things about playing this having not too long ago played Resident Evil 2 
is you can see the cause and effect of things that happen in Resident Evil 2 or things that you've done in this game that you remember from Resident Evil 2. So, excuse me, I've got a cough. Uh oh. Uh oh, that's not good. Let's let's wish Floppy well. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm already quarantined. Um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Clarification. No, that's not that's not that's not what's going on. It was just a cough because you're talking. Yeah, it is literally it. Uh, anyway, so the cause and effect that you get to see. So because this takes place at the same time as Resident Evil 2, I walked into say the police station, which is an area that you visit or spend a lot of time in Resident Evil 2, and I saw um a bunch of bodies that i'd created in oh, the other game really oh, wow so it reaches safe so well it's just i think it's a, it's always an area that has those zombies in there so you're always going to go in there and kill them but it means you get to see the area that you'd visited in another game and see the the effects of things that you've done or you cause the things that you remember seeing in the other game and that to me is just phenomenal attention to detail like i love that I that's really to cool a character and saw that is absolutely dope that I know is a zombie in the other one that I'd met. Like, wow. To me, that is that is fantastic um, storytelling, and I really love that. Uh, my favorite place in the whole game was the hospital, because hospitals anyway, I always find quite intimidating and scary. There's lots of things around that can hurt you. Um, this <laughs> hospital is overrun <laughs> and has zombies and other creatures in there, and it's big, and you spend a bit of time in there, and it's a little mazy. So, it's, yeah. Really good job on making me feel intimidated. Thanks, guys. I mean, um, hospitals at the best of times are gross, and then putting zombies in them always, you know, <laughs> puts an oh, added exactly. layer of gross. Blood all over the walls, and oh, God. Um, I had a, there was more variety in the bad guys or zombies in this game than the last one. I can't remember if it was that way in the originals because I never really played heaps of the original Resident Evil Three. I did number two, um, but so you got your zombies, your normal Ooh. sort of slow walking zombies that like to bite you uh you've got your zombie dogs not many of them but they're fast they're like zombie dobermans you've got these other zombies that i like i can't remember the real names but i call them the anus zombies <laughs> <laughs> they have their head all right it's like a giant bum hole i'm sold i'm playing it and it tries to and it tries to <laughs> suck your brains out like it's it's a glowing bum hole it's all i can all i can think of when i saw it um, you also get your lickers that you meet in Resident Evil 2. They're terrifying. They climb all over the walls and have giant tongues and stuff like that. Love a good um, licker. There are two types of <laughs> bet you do. Uh, there are two types of hunters, which are creatures that they they're sort of bioengineered to be sort of attack dogs, I guess you say. But they're huge, and there's two different kinds of them, and they have sort of they're kind of intelligent. Um, one of them can swallow you whole. It's horrifying. Um, but of course, at the top of the food chain, you have Nemesis. Nemesis being the big bad guy that from the start of the game like to follow you around and try and he is a real thing for Jill. He wants to take her out. He wants to kill her. Now I found actually, this is one of my few little niggly bits of the game. I actually found him scarier at the start of the game when he was sort of like the Mr. X from number two um, than I did as he went through the game because as he goes through the game he mutates and gets bigger and gets scarier apparently. But I found him way more intimidating when he was a figure in a big black cloak with a metal face. All right, um, so that guy, the big guy, is Nemesis is Mr. X. No, no, no. He's just another sort of version like that. That was Mr. X was a um, a bioengineered spoiler. I guess you say. 
Sorry, there's totally going to be spoilers in this, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify halfway through talking about something maybe getting into spoilers. Yeah. Uh, Nemesis is another version of that. Oh, so it, yeah, someone in the chat uh, specifically has written, Mr. X was a tyrant prototype. Yep, cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there was tyrants and there was Nemesis. But yeah. Um, one thing I really like about the game, or another thing I really like about the game, is the inventory system. So much like all the other Resident Evils uh, in the past, especially the early ones, you have a very limited inventory space. Uh, it's used using uh, blocks. So you'll pick up an item and take up a block of space. You can take up bigger items and they take up, say, two blocks of space. Um, and you really have to manage it. So you can keep things in a stash that you can access through different parts of the game as well. But you really want to sort of weigh up. I might have a bigger gun but it'll take up two blocks of space and I might need to take more health. So you really, yeah, so you're really going to sit back and think about what you're going to carry with you. Um, you quite often find yourself running out of stuff and then just having to, to instead of just blasting your way out of an area, like you're really trying to run away and trying to find um, little things that can help you along. Uh, so that's that sort of adds to the terrifying nature of the game as well. You can't just always shoot your way out of stuff. Um, did you, did you yeah. find it... Um... Because uh, it's obviously there's only one playthrough in this compared to the other one had two playthroughs with two characters. Did you find the game was a little bit short, or did you not mind that? No, I did. I I mean, one part of me liked it because it meant I could finish it <laughs> um, rather quickly, but the other part of me missed that. Like I really enjoyed the replayability of number two because you had that playthrough as one character, um, and then come back and play through as the other character. This they've made it into one storyline. Uh, which you swap between sort of Jill and Carlos, um, but it makes it quite a bit shorter. I finished it in seven, just over seven and a half hours, and I was pretty thorough. Like I, I didn't hundred percent or anything like that. But I, I took time to explore areas and try and go back and find secrets and things like that. Um, but yeah, I did find it short in the story a lot. Um, I believe they did this. I'm assuming because they've added a multiplayer. Mm, yeah, um, but the, the, the multiplayer isn't there at the moment, is it? Uh, you can download the multiplayer. I haven't because I'm not a multiplayer guy. It's just not really my thing. Um, I'm assuming they made that sh the decision shorter. I could be wrong. See if anyone in the chat knows more about it than I do, please let me know. Um, I'm assuming they made it shorter to make room for this multiplayer function that they have. I do like well, that you can download the story. Originally, the it was supposed to be Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 coming out together. Like they were supposed to come out in the same disc. So I think originally Resident Evil 3, no, no, the one that came out last year, uh, Resident yeah. Evil 2, was supposed to come with Resident Evil 3. And the reason they've made the multiplayer campaign is because they had to split it because Resident Evil 3 wasn't ready when they were ready to ship Resident Evil 2. So they split it oh, in two, which is why this came out so quickly. And the multiplayer is an add-on to make it feel like you've got your money's worth. Yeah, right. They yeah. had to kill yeah. Bill. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one, thing they've, one thing else they left out, of the original Resident Evil 3 was there was, I can't remember how many there were, but there was uh, times where you could have a quick time decision uh, at certain points of the game. And then that decision would sort of steer where the game was going. Um, I really like those sort of things. I, that's why I like games like uh, Until Dawn and stuff like that. But uh, I was a little disappointed not to see them. That's just a personal thing though. I think the game itself was awesome. Um, when it all comes down to it, I think if you're a Resident Evil fan at all, you Pick it up and play it. You won't be disappointed. If you like horror games, definitely pick it up and play it. Um, and play it. If you don't like multiplayer, 
it might be a bit pricey for just playing seven and a half hours or eight hours of the game. Maybe wait till it gets cheaper. But if you do like multiplayer, then yeah, grab it. It's, it's a great game. It's fantastic. Floppy, just a quick question in regards to it. So you, you said you rolled credits on it. You, you finished it. Um, mm -hmm. Did you play Resident Evil 2 at all? I did. Yeah. So he he did you go back and finish Resident Evil 2 um, after you, you, you did the first campaign and you did the other two campaigns to get the ending? I did. I didn't do all four playthroughs. I did two. Okay. So I did Leon's first and I did Blair's second. Okay, so this game, when you roll credits on this one, do you have any desire to go back and do the other uh, replays through this one? You mean through Resident, Resident Evil 3? Do I? I will play it again. I don't think I'll play it again for a little while, only because I've got other stuff to play. Okay, so... Immediately play it. Cool. That's all I wanted to know. Draw your own conclusions, everyone. Mm. So, should All we, right. go, should we, we go get on to, to news? Let's go to the news. And welcome back into the news. News. Okay, so probably the biggest news that's come out in the past two weeks is the reveal of the... Well, a lot came out, but... I'm saying this is the most important one. Uh, the PS5 controller has been revealed on the PlayStation blog of all places. <laughs> um, it's called the DualSense. Uh, now, some quick cliff notes. It has haptic feedback. There's no share button, but a create button. Uh, they didn't go into detail about what that is, but I'm assuming it's streaming integration. Uh, the light bar is still there, but smaller and in a slightly different position. Hopefully, this will uh, you know, prevent it from being drained within two hours of playing, like the PS4 DualShock. Um, and it also has a mic jack. So, yay. Um, I guess, first of all, what do we all think about this uh, Stormtrooper of a controller? I think well. it looks great. I'm, I'm happy with it. Looks comfy, looks bigger like an Xbox, but without the weird button placement. I um I think it looks great. Like it looks crazy good. Like I I know everyone loves the Xbox controller as as a thing. Um and I was never a person who really thought much about controllers. Like once they're in my hand I didn't think about them and I was playing. Until recently I've noticed my hands cramp up a little bit with the PlayStation ones, um, which I never got. And this one looks like they've gone for that bit bit wider. They've got they had some dudes like this going on about like, you know, they've, they've had mod hand models and all this stuff going all over it. But there are some major differences in this one, that, which are awesome, right? Let's hope that the, the thumb button won't rub. Um, mine, mine rubbed off, you know, the, the, the rubber on the one for the new PlayStations. PlayStation 4. That was the original controllers. I think they changed up the oh, stuff that they used I'm after a while with that. But as we can see, we have two-tone color here. Um, we have clear buttons so they've gotten rid of the colors like we don't have an orange triangle anymore i mean a green triangle anymore we don't have um what else don't we have so yeah the lights kind of under i'm honestly so here for this like as someone who grew up with the dualshock like seeing them actually take a slight change and like saying that they're going to be making all these new little features that change it up from its usual formula like i'm really excited to see what comes of it and like there's been some excellent like uh, colorway mock-ups so i'm really excited for different colors um but one thing i was actually thinking when i initially saw this was i was like are we getting a two-toned console yeah that's what i thought i as would well. say we very much are um I saw it and I wasn't sold on it straight away, truth be told. I sort of looked at it and went, um, okay. 
look, for me, the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller is perfect. Um, it, it does everything I need it to, and it fits in my hand. Uh, I did see, however, someone had overlaid the uh, PS4 controller over the top of the PS5 mock-up or the PS5 controller revealed and just sort of uh, made them both transparent so you could see the actual size. They're basically identical with the buttons in basically the same places, apart from the L and R's on the top at a slightly more of an angle. Apart from down the bottom, the uh, the, the curved bits of the, the controller stick out probably half an inch longer than the PS4 one. Like the rounded bit? Like. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to feel a lot more comfortable in your hands, I think. Um, look, basically, Sony does know what they're doing, and I'm really pleased that they have sort of looked at what is ergonomically um, good. <laughs> I can't, can't think of words. <laughs> well, uh, ergonomically viable uh, to make the controller more rounded and fits in your hand better. Um, the only problem I had with this reveal was why are they releasing it on the blog? Uh, your average gamer, uh, so your average Joe Blow who buys every Call of Duty or every FIFA, uh, and then that's all they buy each year, will have. Yeah, most of them don't even know a PS5 is coming out um, because they haven't revealed anything. They haven't told us anything. Uh, all that we've heard is from boring ass press conferences or in interviews for uh, sort of journalists or inside people who who like to read that sort of stuff. Um, a mini state of play, I think just a five or eight minute presentation revealing this controller would have done them so much better. That way they could have controlled the conversation. That way they could have, from a business point of view, monetized it and the millions of views they would have got and all the links they would have got to their own YouTube uh, channel and stuff like that would have made much more sense than putting this up on a blog and go, oh yeah, here it is. Like it, It's just perplexing. I like, I, I don't understand where they're coming from and I still think they're botching this launch. No, yeah, I, it was I, very I, weird with this controller reveal because, like, I feel like everyone who actually has seen this now saw it because a friend of a friend liked it on Facebook when IGN shared it. Like, no one would have actually really seen this from just the PlayStation blog or just PlayStation's social medias. Like, it's from other outlets sharing it to wider people and then, like, people liking and sharing that from there. It's very weird. I reckon this thing has um, this, this this has shown how um, tightrope this console war is at the moment. Like everyone was like, you know, Xbox, Xbox is winning it, Xbox is winning it, they're winning it. PlayStation's watching it. PlayStation just puts one picture out of like two pictures out of their controller, and suddenly it, it shifted the scale again. Everyone's like, oh, PlayStation, PlayStation. I reckon this. this have they though? Yeah, man. Everyone's like, all yeah. of a sudden that they're they're confident in PlayStation. Look at the controller. It's wicked. Like, really? Know? Floppy, you, you have a you have a lot more interaction with the average gamer. Uh, have you noticed any more uh, excitement about the PS5 over the Series X? Absolutely. So over the last, say, week and a half, two weeks, the questions I've been getting about do I know when it's coming out or whatever is all about PS5. I haven't had an Xbox one yet. No, everyone wow. seems to stop talking about it. Whoa. That's in my little wow. corner of the world. But still, that's a good uh, snapshot of the average gamer that I was talking about. Yeah. Look at the... Um, yeah, it is. All, my, all the questions I've got is all about PlayStation. Look at the PlayStation button now. It's like an etched out version of the PlayStation logo, not a round circle with the... I do love that that is just the actual logo and not like a, a full round button or anything. Like, it's just such yeah, a nice is. little touch. It looks Have very... Have we touched th on the, uh, the microphone? Yeah, we mentioned it up the top there. 
Okay. So yeah, it's got a microphone. Oh no, no, sorry, no, no. I'm thinking of the head uh, head jack. No, go, floppy, take us through the microphone. Uh, so they did mention that this has actually a microphone built into the controller. So if you want to have a quick chat with a with a mate online, or you sort of answer a quick question, instead of fumbling for your headset, plugging that in, getting that set up, your microphone is in your controller. You can talk to that. I don't know how good it's going to be, and say taking out ambient noise in the background or whatever, but, but that's pretty cool. Right. That was me scoffing because uh, Nintendo did that with the Famicom way back in 1981, mate. You think they oh might have God. refined it a little bit since then, though? I mean, Nintendo copying Nintendo again. The Pro Controller. The old <laughs> Sony not knowing what to do, so they copy the good old Nintendo boys. I just wonder if having a conversation with your mates is going to kind of sound like, oh yeah, cool, yeah, I'm just, I'm actually just playing, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing like this. No, it'll sound like, because we're in Australia, it'll sound like this podcast and I'll finish the sentence and then someone will talk over me three minutes from now answering that question. Uh, look, we're in the chat. We're getting we're getting accused of starting a flame war with ourselves. What? <laughs> <laughs> would we do that? I ask you yeah. good people to hack the dino. Would we do that? Would we? Oh, hang on. This isn't the podcast, is it? Uh, let's move on then to other news that came out in a game that I'm very excited about, even though it's only coming out in 2022, I think. But Sea of Stars, uh, the dev team behind The Messenger and their RPG that they launched on Kickstarter, uh, they announced the other day with an email that they have got uh, composer Yasunori Mitsuda. If they on couldn't make board. it more Chrono Trigger already. <laughs> I was about to say, do we all know who that is? He's the man who did all the music for Chrono Trigger. So not only does this game look like an unofficial Chrono Trigger sequel, it's got the same freaking composer. And I lost my mind when I read that email. You um, don't mind a bit of Chrono Trigger, do you? I, uh, oh, my Chrono Trigger collection's there. Um, I had a look at some of the play arts figures of Chrono Trigger I got way back in the day from uh, our local anime store. Uh, these things are worth like $300 each now. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, so wow. this morning, they sent out an email saying that uh, they're in the last, I think, week of their Kickstarter. Uh, and they announced, oh, the, the last Kickstarter goal uh, is going to be free DLC. So um, if we reach that uh, Kickstarter goal, then everyone gets free old DLC that we were planning on developing. Then right at the end of the email, they went, oh, by the way, we've already reached that goal, so you'll get it. Uh, and and that's that. Like they've reached all their goals, they've reached all their targets. They've got this legendary composer from a legendary game that they were clearly paying homage to. Um, they got a uh, a game already out, which just screamed retro brilliance. This game is. Oh, I cannot wait for twenty twenty two. Cannot Ooh. wait. It is got. It's got your name written all over it. I got to admit that. But yeah, what's next? <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR have been delayed indefinitely. Oof. I thought we'd talk about this for a little bit. Uh, so it came out, the game is all but done, but they could not launch to their satisfaction as they wanted everyone to play it at the same time. Uh, this is Sony saying that in their release. Uh, so basically they didn't want a Final Fantasy VII remake thing happening where some countries like Australia got it early and some people streamed it early and then got their YouTube channel blocked <laughs> because they uh, put their hard-earned money down and uh, stream something that was their property. Uh, but anyway, uh, so a new release date will be announced once the current situation that we're all going through at the moment is under control. So basically when you see us four in the same room again, we might get a release date for these two games. Uh, Neil Druckmann has stated he is looking at an early digital release, but is taking his time into looking into other options as well. So the question is, is this a PS5 launch game now? Yes. 
Um, Moving on. No, 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 no like, yeah, I, I reckon it would like. It's so hard to like theorize about what's happening in the world at the moment. I can't even like, like fathom what's even gonna. Ha- I don't even know if we're gonna get p- consoles. I just don't think yeah. it's happening. Um, it's just yeah, it's so up in the air. It's impossible to predict what's gonna happen in six months. Like, well, the weird thing is that Japan doesn't have the work for home vibe happening. They don't do that. So all the companies have just shut down. And I just heard recently that this week that the 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 ratings board has shut down. So no games coming out can get rated. Therefore, they can't get released out of Japan. Yikes. So That until, is crazy. So do you know what I mean? Like that that is crazy. That's just like, oh well if there's no if you can't get rated, it's not allowed to get released. It will get rated here, but then will the Japanese companies go, well, will they release it out here if they can't have it released in their country? You know what I mean? Like Well there's so also we be, we contracts that they have to fill as well. Yeah. Yeah, like it's crazy. So just the the board of like ratings not being able to rate stuff means that a lot of stuff I reckon like, you know, it's three months down the track, we're gonna feel this. We're gonna feel it. Feel the weight of the virus smashing our games dicks. <laughs> Speaking of our games dicks, uh, what do we think else is going to be delayed? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Cyberpunk are obviously two other big titles which were supposed to launch this year. Uh, everyone else thinking they're going to get delayed as well? I'm uh, pretty sure Cyberpunk was uh, told as of yesterday or something. It said there's all track for September release. Wow. Really? Hope so. I really, really hope so. Um, I go to the shame, but I, I can hope so. Yeah. Can I pose a question? Does this anger anyone? The fact that a game gets uh, delayed? No. No, of course not. No. 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 I was going to say we're actually a bunch of reasonable human beings. So I have well. been uh, approached by people who are saddened the fact that it's going to get delayed, which is fair enough. You know, you look forward to something. Um, it gets delayed. You, you just feel sad. I have had some contact with some people who are angry, who Ropeable. are physically angry. Yeah, and I'm like, you have what right? It's a what right do you have to be angry about this? It's a uh, it's a piece of entertainment. It sucks, but the longer man. you hold out eating, the better the food tastes when you get it. Oh, <laughs> and dropping philosophy. philosophy. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, but it's just, okay. it just surprised me. That's all. Uh, the all amount right. of anger I've seen. Uh, well, if they're angry now, are they going to be even angrier when the uh, Series X and the PS5 either get delayed or there's such a small release, like we're talking a couple of hundred thousand units worldwide because they haven't made enough parts before China had to shut down. Um, is that on the cards? I think that's very on the cards. Either it gets pushed back till next year or there's only a very small uh, launch uh, available. Dude, I'm going to get physically assaulted. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you, you you better you better start hitting the well. You can't hit the gym, but maybe work out at home. I don't know. Ben's gonna have to come and protect me. Have you um had sure. any incidents already in your line of anthropology, game anthropology, floppy yet with like anger people already about stuff not coming out or the Final Fantasy thing or anything like that? Uh, people get upset and get angry and stuff like that. Not particularly at me yet. Think yeah. think fully. Well, you do work but, for Cyberpunk uh, and Square Enix now, and I assume that it was you that, that shut you us down. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. <laughs> All right. Plan. That's what I All do. Right. I work for Square Enix, but I, I sneak in and start to 
I can't even remember the word I'm going to say now. Sabotaging Sorry, small podcasts. That's the one. <laughs> Speaking of people floppy works for, Super Mario All-Stars 2 is probably happening. <laughs> uh, with Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy heavily rumored to be getting a remake for the Switch to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary on this planet as he walks around saving princesses and killing small toads. Uh, we've been after this for a while, haven't we, everyone? Yes. Nope. I, I am so keen for Sunshine. You want it bad? I want it real bad. Is that the only... So what... So is this... Wait, did you say this was actually, like, 100%ing? Yeah? Or no, it... so it's been heavily, heavily reported and rumoured from numerous game sources. So if it was just one or two, like that Spider-Man rumour last show that I only threw in because I thought we were short on content, uh, <laughs> I, I probably would have left this out. But it uh, it was dropped by, I can't remember now who it was, but a very reputable gaming reporter. Uh, but then it was picked up by numerous other reporters as well. And, you know, Nintendo don't have anything planned for the second half of this year. Like, they had Animal Crossing, and then that's it. Don't have anything else from the first party. So they've obviously got something. And, uh, yeah, the rumor is these three games in an All-Stars-type pack, uh, a new Paper Mario, which returns it to its original roots, and a uh, Mar Mario 3D World uh, re-release, because that only came out on the Switch, which makes sense. Uh, only came out on the Wii U, sorry. Uh, which makes sense as well. Hmm. What are, are you? What else are they gonna do? Paper I Mario. Gonna say, I hope we get some form of Paper Mario. But also, I, on just as a comment, I haven't played Sunshine or anything. So if this is real and it comes out, do I go back and play the others, or do I jump straight into Galaxy One and Two because I love those? I've no, never no, played. You, uh, you play Sunshine. I've never played Sunshine or Galaxy. I watched my housemate play them, and they look really cool. Galaxy is great, and but I've always wanted to play Sunshine. Never had it though. Yeah, keen as. Speaking from someone who's hundred percented all those games, uh, they're all fantastic, and you should all play them all uh, about, very much. Lee. The chat's asking if I Mario Paint's been announced. It, well, it is. It's called Dreams. Uh, it's on PlayStation <laughs> now. <laughs> okay. Uh. Speaking of dreams, uh, Bethesda, you'll be dreaming if you want an E3 preference uh, crash conference out of them because they're not doing it. Uh, they're instead opting for individual announcements as the year rolls on. So once again, a big company proving that they don't necessarily need E3 in order to get their message out. Is this another nail in the old E3 coffin? I think that... I think the the E3 coffin has been nailed and buried, hasn't it? Like it's six, <laughs> like, and dug up again. And then, yeah, well, one came yeah. loose. Hammer that sucker down. Yeah, like, well, all the, everything's been, like, gone at the moment. I think it's going to find it hard for any of these big events to come back from all the money they lost through this, this uh, event. Sorry. Um, but I feel that E3 is definitely one of the... Uh, the casualties of this war, war and the invisible terror. <laughs> yeah, like 100% like with E3 um, announcing their like, oh yeah, we're going to be coming back strong in 2021 with a whole reimagined thing. Like that has to be something real special to sort of get people back on board with E3 stuff because at the moment, it, everyone's sort of just realizing that they don't need it. Yeah, I think, I think everyone realized it needs to go back to being a trade show. You, yeah, you're always well, on about the trade show because you're an anthropologist. But like, I, I mean, I've never gone to an E3, and I never will. 
I would prefer it to be digital because I can then join in on it live, everything, and get it at the same time. I'm not going to get to go to an E3. Closest I get to go to is PAX, and PAX, PAX is not E3. Um, you don't have stages like that at PAX. Actually, you do. But like, <laughs> but yeah, you, so trade show. Tell me, Floppy, why? I think that's when it went down here is when they started opening up to the public and they tried to sort of make it a... a um, combination of trade show and a PAX. We have so many PAXs and stuff like that that's around. We don't need that anymore. But to have one place where all your journalists and all your trade people can get into and have their big on their, on their stage, big shows, I think that's that's where it was sort of at its height. And I think that's what it was best. And they tried to keep evolving it. And I think they just sort of took a winning um, algorithm they had. And I think they messed with it too much. Yeah, okay. yeah, I definitely think they need to differentiate themselves and it needs to be something different. They need to go one way or the other and stop, you know, sort of tiptoeing on this fence. You know, decide if you're for Switzerland or not. I Wait, think this, Switzerland this is, was the fence. This is a point where they've got an opportunity to jump out. They should, um, they should, um, sorry, I had an alarm just go off on in my, in my headset. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should, uh, they should. Take this opportunity to change up what they're doing. They should go full digital. They should just do it like like directs. I mean, directs were starting to come in anyway, and whatever they call, what are they called? Uh, state of plays and directs and all that stuff. That was coming in anyway. Now grasp it, grab it, put your little needle claws into it, and pull it into your face and eat that shit up. E3. But if they have directs, <laughs> they don't need an E3. Like um, the companies themselves will do their directs without yep. E3. But I feel that E3 could, um, they could tone the vibe of the time um, and try and get it to all go through, channel through them and they release it out as like the E3 week of content or something like that. What or the something. hell are you talking about? Tone the tube of time and E3 come... What the that, hell? That, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was going to say, to bring it back to how Bethesda on only only just announced that they're actually dropping out. Um, I think this is a sort of weird thing where we're seeing that like E3 put a lot of like pressure and stuff for these big companies to actually get their shit together and actually put on a big show. And now with Bethesda being like, yeah, we're not going to be doing a, a, a big show. We're going to do individual things across it. Like, I don't think Bethesda were ready. Well, yeah, big what? show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I can't see that they had like a large amount of big stuff going on anyway. Like they, I feel like they're almost hey, relieved hey, that they hey, have hey, to do a big thing. Hey, 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 they've got a Fallout 76 battle royale to come out. All right, that's going to oh, take God, the world by no. storm. I don't Speaking think anyone taking the world by storm. Wait up, wait up! Everyone's giving Bethesda shit, but they just bought out Doom Eternal, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Which is like one of the craziest, one of the best games ever. Like, and no, everyone's everyone kind of just went quiet and didn't go, man, but this is awesome again. They just went like, Doom Eternal's awesome. Don't know who made it, but like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's cool to complain. That's why it's cool to complain, mate. That's true. You know what else is cool? You know what else is really cool? No. When heads of uh, heads of studios and heads of uh, teams appear on podcasts like podcast unlocked the ign xbox podcast who had phil spencer on there talking about the old series x from his office um and when asked about the playstation 5 and how it relates to the xbox series x he said quote i felt really good about how how, how good series x lines up 
When I saw the public disclosure of the specs of PS5, I felt even better on the choices we made on our platform. Yeah, well, he's not. Uh, so he's confident. He's not going to say it shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's not going to go. Uh, hang on a minute. I just got to pop back to the office. We got some changes we got to make. I just uh, thought. We'll I just saw PlayStation. I just saw PlayStation. It's heaps better than Xbox. I better go and make it better. <laughs> he's not going to. Yeah. Who's that guy? That's Ryan That's, McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, oh. from Podcast Unlock. Greatest, greatest voice in the podcast biz. He's an uh, excellent interviewer. He, uh, Phil Spencer is still very confident that the system will release this year, but hinted that the games may be delayed. So we talked about that a little bit earlier. It's possible that, um, yeah, or everything will be delayed, or it's possible that some units will come out, or it's possible none will come out. Who knows? Yeah, oh, we don't right. know. That, 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 that's the big thing we have to right, take into consideration. We don't know what's going to happen at the moment. We, we can theorize as much as we want about, has the consoles been delayed? I reckon Sony be sitting there going, shit, are we going to get these out? What's going to happen? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, why don't we call Japan? Can't. They're shut down. They're not working from home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Japan is still working. Yeah, some, but like they're not working from home though. So if places are getting shut down, that's just it. Like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, random Brandon? quick bit of positivity that I wanted to jump in at least. Uh, mm. Just from his his little home office, he's got going here. I reckon he'd be a pretty cool dad. You know, he seems real chill, real cool. It does look like a dad's office, doesn't it? Yeah, look he, at, he looks like he's he's got his shit together. He's a, he's a he's a good man. I feel he's look a dad who's had the Series out, X. Look at his son. He's had the Series X in his home. Do you reckon he bust out a mad dad joke? I hope he does. I would, if I was well, here. I'm glad that was worth it. All the, right, here we the, go. Moving on to some of the April Fool's Day jokes from this year because we've just gone past April 1st. Uh, and as always, even in times of global pandemics where the world is doomed, uh, game developers and creators like to pull a fast one on us, the unsuspecting public. So here's some of the ones that were released. Uh, the first of all being... On Overwatch, <laughs> they released all the characters with googly eyes. <laughs> I can't. I thought this is great. Amazing. This is great. This, <laughs> this is exactly eye. what the world needed. It's good. It's good. I like it. It's probably a trailer. I should probably play it smaller. Ooh, what else did they do? Uh, a you uh, Twitch user brought out a very realistic-looking God of War Part Two poster, uh, and Corey Barlog even got in on it as well. <laughs> and he just went, oh yeah. I uh, said so this was fan made. I thought it was really, really good. Are they That's fighting on? Are they fighting on the world snake? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Isn't that great? And you got Atreus in there, sort of poking his finger in the water. Can you go down a little bit, see what he's got going after. He's, he's dropped the axe. They've dropped oh. the axe. Yeah, Kratos has How got his story. Does that poster tell? Can I buy this poster? I want the poster. <laughs> I don't care if it's real or not. It's beautiful. Uh, For Honor announced and put out a trailer called Mini Edition. Wait so up. For Honor Mini Edition, where you are basically a Smurf. You're a Smurf-sized boy, Smurf-sized warrior going around. <laughs> I put this here purely to hear Dan laugh because I know Look he at likes the guy with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so they said this was like what the game was going to be or a downloadable content or just oh, like, I think it was they... a limited time mode type thing that they had just for the day. Did they actually do it put it out or just the video was fake? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. I'd have to research. I'd have to do my job and actually look into things. 
Uh, Pokemon Go brought out an event. We can skip that. Who cares? Um, Call of Duty, uh, the smallest map in the game, Shipment, was available for 10v10, and apparently it, it's extremely small <laughs> and was just like a uh, is that it? A is blow that, them up everywhere. Is that like the whole map there? Like it's just like yeah. basically it, that's that's all of it. Yep. What is it usually like? Uh, one, two, two, or something. I was gonna say you'd be able to spawn and see the other side of the map. Oh and yeah. See other people spawn basically. Like it's, it's, it's just like, tiny. It's like twenty people in someone's backyard shooting each other. <laughs> uh, Pong. <laughs> in Pong news, uh, I am Eight Bit announced a Pong soundtrack on vinyl. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beep. I'd buy that, eh? If it was real. <laughs> so would I. I totally would, just because it'd be ridiculous. And finally, this one hurt the most of all for me. Uh, FDG Entertainment, who you may remember, probably not, from the Monster Boy uh, games that they made, which were re releases, reworks of Wonder Boy, uh, announced a new DuckTales game uh, based on the DuckTales and NES game that we saw. Uh, based on the new DuckTales cartoon, which is absolutely spectacular and one of my favourite things on TV at the moment. Uh, with these screenshots, I was really excited and then remembered what day it was and sobbed for the wait, rest of the day. Wait, wait, so they released a thing that looks awesome, that's not even funny, that everyone wants, then went, huh, huh, diggids, we didn't really make it. That's a, that's a dick move. This is one of those things where, like, like, they should be considered for war crimes at this point because they just killed so many people's hearts. Like, this looks amazing. It might Where be one... are those Square Enix lawyers now? I huh? know. Where are they? No, they're too busy banning small channels and not going after these jerks who are promising us big things. Well, the, um, this is one of those things that, you know, adverts. this is one of those things that starts as a joke, but because of, like, the overwhelming response, they're probably using it as a little bit of a... You know, just to see how it goes and what kind of response they get. Test the waters. Remember Gwen? Well, that's Gwen, happened before. Remember Gwen? Is it Gwenpool? Was she the one that started off as like, she was just a a, a a comic cover, like an alternate variant, and everyone loved her so much that she got her own series just from one Correct. variant cover. Correct. And yeah, is that all the April Fools? That's all the April Fools. It's time for deals. Oh, is it? No. Wait <laughs> <Get> up. <laughs> That is a long intro. <laughs> I'm never quite sure when it's going to finish. Uh, all right. Deals for this week on the old PlayStation. $13.95. One of my, one of my favorite games, Until Dawn. As I mentioned before, I like the uh, the horror and decision-making side of things. If that's down your alley, $13.95 is really cheap for Until Dawn. That has really good replayability because you can kill people and get other people out differently every time you play it. Well, the whole point is to try and get as many people as you can to survive. And it, one, once one dies, it gives you a, a point where you can replay the game from that point in a different way. So it's replay, it's replayability is crazy. But yeah, beautiful yeah, game. I, I love this game. The first time got Mr. Robot seven. in it as well. Man, yeah, um, Rami Malik. Yeah, he also played, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. In Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. What's the guy's name? Uh, also on the PlayStation, we have, oh now I think this is pronounced Watam? 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 Watam. For Watam. 
for $14.97, very specific. So this is a follow-up uh, from Katamari Damasi, or the, the creators of Katamari Damasi. Uh, so it's a game that you can play solo or co-op, and you can uh, befriend the world, including all of the trees, rocks, go and solve puzzles by holding what, what is this game? Sounds lovely. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but it does sound lovely. I think it's one of those ones for Saturday afternoon, if you want something nice and peaceful and don't want to shoot stuff. Uh, it sounds like a a really cool experience. It Speaking is. Of really cool experiences. You can also get the Messenger for the same price of fourteen dollars ninety seven. So uh, an action platformer that uh, I think it's called ten out of ten on Steam at the moment. It's rated ten out of ten. It's pretty funny. Um, I've got this game. It's fantastic. This is the game where you start out in eight bit mode and then you travel through time into the future and you go into a sixteen bit mode. And then when you travel back in time, you go into 8-bit. So you need to sort of like do the uh, Desert Temple in Ocarina of Time, where you travel backwards and forwards through time through different uh, graphic fidelities in order to get through the level. It's great. That's wicked. And I think you're, you're a ninja trying to uh, deliver a scroll of some description. Correct. Yeah, you're like a – there was like a super ninja that was supposed to do it, and then he died, and then you just have to do it. <laughs> and then it's like, you'll do it. You, you're fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> you do it. You're fine. You'll do it. You'll be right. Uh, then over on the Xbox, there are things that are coming to the Game Pass. So obviously, no price per game. But if you have got Game Pass, you can pick up Near Automata. Oh, it's uh, like what, which is one of it's Dan's like become as games. God's edition. Uh, so it. if you don't know Near Automata, Platinum Games, published by Square Enix, who did a little thing called Resident Evil at uh, Resident Evil, uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, so it's a hack and slash combat game. Um, does require multiple playthroughs to get all of the story elements out of it, uh, which I have not done, but maybe Dan has. Yeah, I've, I've done one, I think there's 23 endings. Is, what, is that how many that's letters are in the crazy. alphabet? That is, there's 26, but okay. 26, yeah, there's 26 endings. <laughs> <laughs> well, Q isn't a real letter anyway. Who likes yeah. Q? And you always partner up with you. So. Uh, also coming is, uh, now I believe this to be a remake of the 1991 game, Gods, or is it the actual port of the 1991 game, Gods, uh, where you were Hercules and you were on a quest to try and achieve immortality? Remember what are you talking about? Of that one? Gods. Is that no. Gods? No. This is uh, Gears no. of War Tactics. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was on there. Reading stuff <laughs> wrong. I think it's because right, the tagline uh, of the the tagline of Near Automata is um the God Edition, whatever. Become God Edition. And I just thought it was a remake of nineteen ninety one game. Good gods, that's weird. Uh, Gears Tactics. Let's go with that one instead. Uh, so Gears of War, but done as a strategy game, a squad based strategy game. It actually looked really cool. Like yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the tactics style stuff. Yeah, like. This is legitimately like I, I know I name dropped it in what we've been playing and then shadow dropped the thing that we're working on. But this is basically XCOM with Gears of War. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm real looking forward to this. Like it actually looks really cool. Yeah, I yeah, um it looks yeah, it looks good. I uh, have I, I downloaded when I first got Game Pass, this was on there to download and like its its release date came and went and it just sat there forever and it just never ever got released and now it's actually out. So I I mean, I want to play this bad. I'm an XCon like junkie, and I'm a Gears junkie as well. So this is like my gold. As a fun little thing, I did manage to snag this up in our fantasy critic for a dollar. <laughs> did you? Speaking of uh, XCom and strategy based stuff, though, on the Switch you can get Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle for fifteen bucks. 
Now, this nice. game is fun. I, I've played this game. Um, it is a lot of fun. It has got the whole wholesome Mario but crazy rabbits thing going on and running around. And then the battles are all XCOM style strategy battles, which are actually really good and really easy to play. It's um, actually got 15 it, bucks. Go for it. It's, it's, it's got a really nice learning curve. This game, um, it works yeah. out really well and it's such a good game. I paid bloody $85 for this. I was waiting for it to go down and it never went down in price. So I just ended up buying it like full price. I was going to say, um, this is one of the first games I had on switch and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, Ben, if you haven't got this, you need to get a hold of that thing. I don't have it because I don't like strategy games. Um, Uh, Neither did I, but this one, it's got a good balance of the strategy battles and running around stuff. So, yeah, it's good. But, Uh, you know, also coming out on the Switch. I was just going to say, if I'm going to get a Mario game, a first party game, I'm going to get it physical because I am a collector person. Anyway, also coming out on the Switch. Uh, Sonic and Sonic 2 for $7.33 each. Uh, so if you are a Sonic fan, a bit of a retro fan, the old side-scrolling Speed Demon, uh, $7.33 each. That's a nice bargain for those teams. Do you know what's even better bargain? What's what? that? Uh, you can get Sonic and Sonic 2 on Apple TV for free. <laughs> That's no. a better bargain. That's almost <laughs> like a $7.33 cheaper than $7.33. If you up told is, me... Uh, up is in uh, Sonic Mania? <laughs> yeah. Uh these kind of bits are, yeah, but Sonic Mania is a mismatch yeah, of all of... the Sonic games. Right. To be honest, Sonic Mania was a little bit... Was Sonic Mania the good one or Sonic... No, Sonic yes, Mania, Sonic Mania, Mania was the good one. one. Yeah, Sonic Mania yeah, was yeah, cool. Um, it's always weird uh, for me. Uh, like, if, if you told 1994 me that there was going to be a Sonic game on a Nintendo console, I wouldn't have believed you, eh? Like, <laughs> It is a bit weird, isn't it? It is weird. Uh, last well, it depends if you Switch, read though. the... Uh, the the cheats that came in, in the back of those magazines that I have sitting just over there. Never did. Tisk. Never Tisk. did. What's oh. next, floppy? Um Katana Zero, fifteen bucks. Uh this is something I've wanted to play. I haven't got around to playing it because I know it's that two D platformer, but which I do like, but the whole uh permadeath, I think you got no health by you one hit killed, I believe, throughout this whole game. Yeah, it's I one of those. that's correct, yeah. Mm. Which they... scares the crap out of me. So you don't like Spelunky? Nah, it's not that I don't like these kinds of games. I'm just not good at them. I hate dying every five seconds. You have to get good at it. Yeah, yeah. just get good. Easy. Get, get Easy good, mate. You know what? 15 bucks, maybe I will. That's the end of deals for today. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, let's check in with our good old Lord and Savior himself, Hideo Kojima, with Kojima Watch. And Kojima oh, watch. Kojima watch. Time for Kojima watch. Okay. <laughs> uh, Death Stranding has had its photo mode added to the PS4. Originally, it was only going to come out on the PC version, but it's out on PS4 now. So I've got a couple here uh, taken by some PS4 fans. We can see uh, Sam Porter Bridges there doing a little uh, flash dance jump with BB <laughs> not enjoying it. Uh, Norman Reedus looking... <laughs> Very sexy there. <laughs> Look at that. What else we got there, Dan? Such, such a comfy oh, Look at that. Uh, a bit of a tribute poster there with the old Akira and every Ooh. other uh, pop rock culture reference that ripped that off. Oh, beautiful. And next one, yeah, just Norman again, capturing his good side. 
Oh, man. <laughs> He's a little bit cross-eyed there, I think. That's what I look like on this stream all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and one last one I think we got there. Oh, the double thumbs there up. Is. Look at the baby. Double thumbs up. Look at <laughs> BB. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so exciting. It's having a great no day out. Way. It's, it's having a great day out, as in like baby's big day out, Raiden. Yes. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of having big days out, Kojima had one last week where he was given the BAFTA Gaming Fellowship, which is the highest honor awarded in the British arts. Um, he gave a wonderful acceptance speech dedicating to uh, his uh, fellowship to his late mother. Um, you should really look this up online and uh, watch this speech because it was actually quite heartbreaking because he tells this story about how his mother tried to play all these games and how she was, uh, he didn't tell her that he was going independent because uh, he didn't want her to worry uh, and was going to surprise her when death stranding was announced. Unfortunately, she passed away before that. So he, ah, oh, it it's just beautiful. What a beautiful how, man. How dare she? Watching this, you know, that's oh, all right. I cleared it with him first. He won't get those Square Enix lawyers onto us. Um, now, he was nominated, well, Death Stranding was nominated for 23 BAFTA awards and won one for technical achievement. So oh. congratulations, Kojima-san, on being awesome. Dan, do you want to thank some Patreons? I do. Here we are. Look, I made a little screen for it. How good is this? Hey. So, thank, so this is where we thank you. Um, I like, I've changed their name to producer level Patreons because it does, no one knows what that means, which, are, which just yeah. means top tier Patreons. So these are the top tier Patreons that you can um, go over to Patreon and support us. Give us 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. And, and you get a whole bunch of other content. Um, but you, one of the things you do get is for me to read your name out. So these are our top tier producer Patreons. So thank you to Sam Beard. Thank you to Ashraf. Thank you to Floppy. Thank you to Todd Randall. And oh, Floppy, I shouldn't say your name. Um, <laughs> thank, you to, thank you to Tomaso. Thank you to Michael Towns. Thank you to Karen Knight. Thank you to Aaron uh, Ash Knight. And thank you to Dylan Stevens. I have a button to press for you guys right now. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's terrifying when it's over Ben's face. Yeah, Ben over Ben is always a hard one to deal you know, with. It's even more terrifying. I was 10 kilos heavier in that uh, little uh, thing when we filmed it, and I can see my puffy cheeks sticking out from those glasses. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you'd like that. So thank you very much, Patreons. We love you so much. We can't do this without you. We get new microphones. We get stuff like this. We wouldn't have been able to do this, this um this video version, which is brand new, which no one I noticed in the chat has like commented on how good it is and how well it's working compared to even gigantic. Oh, is it not going? <laughs> like, um, tell us in the chat. Wait, if are we live? Are we, are we streaming? Um, this will be live on YouTube up there tonight. Uh, very, It'll be very crisp as well because it's going off the file. Hell glad yeah. It. That'll take eight years to upload. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Not on my internet. Okay, so should we go on with the biggest... The, the topic of the show now. Pokemon! Pokemon! <laughs> I got it before, yeah. God damn it. Curse you, internet delay. Okay, uh, topic of the show, the great <laughs> game debate. I thought we'd have a little bit of fun with the uh, tots this week. And what we're going to do is we are each going to choose, Floppy, Brayden, and myself, uh, two games each. And we are going to 
try and convince Dan that that's the game he should stream this Sunday on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino and definitely not on youtube.com backslash hack the dino. I wish I had banned us. I wish I had one of those judges wigs. Okay. What are they called? Uh, I don't know. Well, you got the right color hair. Just do a side part. All right. Wait, wait, wait. We got, we got this. Yeah. Oh, it's Dana Teresa. No, oh, it's, it's Dan Gaddafi. It's the judge's wig. Show us your war crimes, you monster. Uh, okay, so... Um... <laughs> Brayden, what's your first game that you want to pitch? Yes, so uh, I saw this on a, uh, on a on a program that I believe we all watch. Um, good old PS I Love You and Games Daily. Uh, it's new to the PlayStation Store. It's called Snakey Bus. Whoa. This, what, it... I want this game so much. Can what 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 is it crazy taxi? So think crazy taxi. taxi. Think crazy taxi, but up it to a bus, and then think, what if it was one of those buses that has like the segment in the middle, the squishy bit where it's got like an extra bus on it, and then just think if you just keep adding buses to the end of that. This is amazing. Yeah, well, yeah this is a, this is a pretty. I, I thought it would get you. This is the only problem I've got with it is I can't see how long my bus is. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you if you oh, is that your bus around a bit that was is that the bus there that's the end of my bus yeah there you go oh snaky bus oh what's going on here oh now that oh that's vomit inducing <laughs> so so plead the case to me Braden why do you think this would be something that I would like to stream so I think it has enough terrible nostalgia attached to it from good old snake from the Nokia. Um, but also in the sense of if you just add some random generic punk music underneath this, this is Crazy Taxi 2.0. What sort of um, music does this game have? No clue. I want it so bad either way, though. How good is that? Look at that train there. So, yeah, so you you jumping like the, oh, at the end of your train, and so now he's looking. This is a big contender, but can I play this for three hours? <laughs> That's the that's my second question. To, I've got a couple no, of questions I'm going to ask all you guys. So. The the only question that you should be asking is not can you play it for three hours. It's can you physically play it for three hours without being sick on stream? Yeah, well, yeah, that that's a that's a very good point, Braden. I think that's entertaining for everyone. Slowly seeing Dan's face get white and his eyes sag a little bit, and then a little bit of little bit of a little bit of reflux, a little bit of and then. Oh, look, he, he stuffed it. He's crashed his train. Look at the dead people everywhere. Nice. Well, at least <laughs> right you can kill. Yeah, the fact you can kill people. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, I am the limb collector. What have you got? Who's next? Me. If you like killing people and collecting things, then boy, have I got a game for you. It's a game where you run around and you have to kill everyone else or they'll kill you. And uh, while you're oh. doing all that killing... You have to Wait. do that that uh, sneaking around and collecting. It's a big old fun game for everyone. It's it's Fortnite chapter oh, two, thought, season two. So you're gonna say no, season one? I thought you're gonna say like, um, buddy. I don't know what you're gonna say. I thought you're gonna say, um, what's his name? Kojima. That's game. right. Deadpool's in this game. Deadpool. You know Deadpool. He's the merc with the mouth, and he's in Fortnite now, and he's coming to you with his wacky times. My question is for you, Ben. What in the world would have made you ever think I was going to stream Fortnite again? I've already streamed Fortnite. Well, Dan, 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 you, you didn't hear me. 
But Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's in this game. I don't care for Deadpool. Is it Ryan Reynolds but voicing you, him? But you know Deadpool. I'm aware of that, him. You know, you know Deadpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's in this game. Okay, so <laughs> do you honestly think I could stream this for three hours is my next question. Well, yeah, it's Deadpool. <laughs> but it's not Deadpool. It's, it's Fortnite. It is Deadpool. No, it's no, no, no. Fortnite's the game. Deadpool's in Fortnite. It's the child's game. I don't know what you're not getting, Dan. Deadpool's in this game. Okay. Oh, someone in the chat just told me that Deadpool's a comic book character. Yeah. Well, he's more of a movie star, I think. But he's in this game. Look, this if Ryan Reynolds game. was in the game, that would sell me on it. No, but Ryan Reynolds isn't in the game. Deadpool it's, is. It's this is what you're not understanding. Is Detective Pikachu in it? No, it's I'd Deadpool. That. Is that Deadpool on screen now? No, 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 no. That's Horn Man. Wait, can you play as Deadpool? Yeah, you play as Deadpool. Why is Deadpool in there? Because he's, he's, he's got a yacht. He's got a big old boat. Why isn't he's this got person? his underpants in there? So not everyone is Deadpool. Well, everyone can be Deadpool if you you pay the money to get it. Oh, so now I have to pay money, do I? Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah, it's Fortnite. Of course, you got to pay money. What? Look at this. You I'd lose. like to thank Epic Games for their sponsorship of this show. <laughs> you lose, Ben. You... What a plug. <laughs> you lose. Floppy, what do you got? Straight to jail. Don't pass go, Ben. Don't pick up 200 bucks. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what I don't have. I don't have Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You might be... You're already winning. Um, I've got a little game for you called Song of the Deep. So this is a, a little Metroidvania game, which you can be quite fond of. I am fond uh, of them. It's underwater, which I'm pretty sure you you know you don't hate water. Well, uh, I do. Platformer. Well, you mean not underwater when you're in a submarine. Uh, but it's a beautiful game. It looks gorgeous, uh, as you can see. Uh, so you play a little girl who's gone looking for her dad who went missing in the underwater kingdom of this place. The underwater uh, kingdom of this place. <laughs> this place. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Okay, so you're looking um, for your dad. You're looking for your dad. You got a little upgradable sub. You can upgrade your little things, jump out of your sub, go diving, solve little puzzles. Um, and it's really cool. The best part about it, it's only six hours long, mate. Ooh, two streams. You can finish it. Six hours. But it's also, it's yeah, two streams. You could be two, three hour streams. Oh, but does uh, it have. It's also super calming. Does it have deep pool in it? It's got a few of them. Few you of them. could call you could call the ocean a deep pool. I stole that joke from Townsy oh, yes. in the chat. Ah, oh, Townsy, oh. that's Townsy. Well Townsy. Uh, um, there's this beautiful Irish lady that narrates it, and like when she talks, I just wanted to be my mum. Oh, do you know who's a, a beautiful Irish lady? If you say Deadpool, no, Deadpool's <laughs> girlfriend, Siren. Teresa, she, she's married. Deadpool's married to um the the Queen of Hell. What's her name? Hell's daughter, Lady Death. No, 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 you no, no. Play that... Song of the Deep. No, no. no. You want okay, you so... want you want to read Joe Kelly's Deadpool run? So he's already an- McGuinness. He's already answered one of my questions. I could six hours. I probably could stream stream that for three hours. It is a Metroidvania. So far, I got to admit, it's a toss up between this and whatever that shady bus, whatever it was called. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Shady bus. Um, you do Snakey bus for five minutes as an intro and then play Song of the Deep. I could do Snakey bus in the countdown. 
<laughs> Honestly, that would be a great time. Oh man, I just looked at the uh, the, the footage of it. I looked closely, and you can actually see. You, you guys probably can't see it, but you can actually see the little girl sometimes in the actual sub, like when the, the lighting's right and the yeah. Wow, that's sick. Yeah, it's a um, game. so far. This does look very beautiful. How many people? How many limbs can I collect from this game? All of them. So you're saying it's not violent? I mean, you kill fish and stuff. Mm, Crabs. Pretty, pretty good. Sushi. Yeah. Oh, you, you got a grappling. Walls. You got a grappling. You got a grappling claw. And you grab bombs and drag them around and throw them against stuff. I do like claws because it it, it 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 insinuates that there used to be a hand and it may have been cut off. <laughs> and <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. All right. You, so it's your dead dad's hands. All right, so let's move on. Braden, have you got a game? All right, next one. Next one up for me. Uh, If you don't feel like doing Snakey Bus and you want a bit of a throwback to uh, one of the weirder spin-offs of this franchise, um, Tony Hawk's Underground. Oh, Uh, you want, you want... You've won. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd have you a bit with the uh, good old skating game. Um, Underground was my personal favorite as a kid because it was the first one I got and I got so attached to it. You got a freaking, like, what's the thing where you follow along behind a car? What's that? A, a fake fan. Yeah. Fake fan. I'm calling it now. Braden's a, a fake fan and he's pandering. Skit, he's pandering, Your Honor. Dog. He's pandering to you. He has no idea. He's never played this game before. He doesn't even know what a Tony Hawk is. A Tony Hawk? A Tony Hawk. A Tony Hawk. A a Bony Hawk. Skater at war. Objection. Bony Bony Dork. Um, I do love a good Tony Hawk's game. i got to admit that. Brayden, where am I going to play this? What on? Um, No, absolutely no idea. You've got to bust out your old... Old Xbox or your PS2. old PS2, you got to find it on something like I played it on PS2. Um, but yeah, I, I loved Underground. It was so dumb. Oh. It had a somewhat of a plot. Oh. Um, and yeah, will I, I Tony Hawk time. email us and sue us? <laughs> Just like um, like Square Enix. <laughs> I hope not. Like Tony Hawk seems like a real chill dude. Um, I think the only problem would be that, like, unless they suddenly shadow drop uh, announcement of like Tony Hawk completely dropping the pro skater games and all of that, and jump ship to the skate games, like which everyone in the world would want. Um, yeah, like I, I think you'd be fine with it. Johnny Turbo is in it. Mm, oh, this, yeah, yeah, you got a sketch on the back of this guy's souped-up nah. Subaru Impreza. I like that the way you try to convince him to play it is by telling him to, I don't know, go find it on something. Yeah. <laughs> Could, I play this? Could I play this for three hours? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you start screwing around with some cheats and stuff and bust out, like, Gene Simmons or something. I might give this one. This is up there. This is up there. This is up there. I, I, I also want... People in the chat, voice your opinions on what I should do as well. Anyhow, so what do we got next? Um, me, but I've I got to admit, like, I'm really liking the idea of a Tony Hawk skater at law. I want to see that. I want to play that as a game. I want to see that as a Netflix miniseries. Tony Objection. Hawk, as a lawyer, he skates in and solves crimes on his skateboard. <laughs> Skate- <laughs> I'm all about that. 
if you want the closest you can get to that, there is a game which is like um, the uh, Objection, that one, that game, the lore game. Phoenix Riot. Phoenix Riot. Yeah, Phoenix Riot. There is a game like that, but with pigeons in French Revolution times. Oh. Yes, I remember seeing that, but it's no yeah. Attorney Hawk. I've noticed noticed that my wife has chimed in and yelled out the bus one for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Claire. Um, Claire, You're you're divorced. (laughs) Hey, do you know who can help with that divorce? Attorney Hawk, skater at law. (laughs) Attorney Hawk. (laughs) That is golden, actually. Ben, what, what have you got? Better you know be what good. game you should play. You know what, what game you should play for three hours and you'll hate it at first, but you'll grow to love it. A little little game with weapons. It's got some weapons in it. It's got some swords and some shields. Ooh. That's right. Some fighting, some mystical powers. It sounds right up your alley, doesn't it, Dan? Swords and shields and mystical powers and, and mythical beings that you have to uh, fight. You like fighting. You like fighting. You like the little nuances of, of fighting. You like, you like... What is it? You like throwing your balls at small animals and... And oh, making them do things. Nah, That's can... right. You should play Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield for three hours because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, look at that. We got a winner. He's going to go do it now. <laughs> no, really. You're all, all dickheads. I Dan <laughs> a full on rage. And then. The irony being he'll really, really, really get hooked on it and play it secretly. And we won't realize until one day when he brings up EV training, uh, getting a perfect IV Gyarados uh, with all its egg moves. I don't know what that means. Egg moves? Oh, you will. Yeah, I prefer to play Animal Crossing than this. (laughs) (laughs) On funny day. Look at that. (sighs) Yeah, it's a Wobbuffet. It's a female Wobbuffet because it's wearing lipstick, you see. The problem I've got with Pokemon is that they just don't try. Ever. What do you mean? They try and heaps hard. They He's don't got little stacks. He's got a, look at that look teenage at his... monkey. No, I mean the creators thing. of the game. They don't try enough. <laughs> they tried originally when they bought it out and made a bucket load of money, and now they don't need to try anymore. They just hold ben... open the sack and we empty our wallets into it. Ben's, it's it's, Ben's all your uh, every argument with Nintendo that we have always comes down to, but yeah, but they made heaps of money, Mark. Great. They're a corporation yeah. that you yep. love because they're rich. Might as well play yeah. Coles and Woolworths. Oh yeah, Coles and Woolworths—they make heaps of money. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the Coles game. Actually, oh, yeah, there, there's a stream idea: do an IRL stream and just attempt to get anything from a supermarket. Just trying to find toilet paper. Topical. I want, well done, guys. I want to, uh, you know, those little like things that you collect, like those little like uh, things. From I'm the clapping that really, really good joke that they said. You know the little the little uh, uh, things you can get in the supermarket, the mini foods for kids. Can nowadays can you buy like a mini empty shelf with no toilet paper on it? <laughs> that was a better joke. Thanks. All right, floppy, your turn. Oh, at least you left this one to last because this is the last one you need to worry about, mate. This is the one you'll be streaming. A uh, little game that comes out on the Xbox One and the PC, probably on Games Pass. Haven't checked, but probably is. Uh, so you wouldn't have to pay for it. Recore. Oh. Now, I actually ha- own this on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. So this is a lot easier for me. I haven't played it yet, though. So this is actually uh, a semi-open, well, world, but a little bit of Metroidvania-ish where you have to revisit areas. Um, it's bright. It's colorful. You get to shoot stuff and blow robots up. Oh, it's third uh, person? Very, 
yeah, very Tomb Raider-y with some puzzle areas. Uh, you have little swappable robot partners um, that you have. So you have a, a core, which is a glowing ball that you uh, put inside different robot partners that uh, have different abilities. So this one's a dog. Um, and he runs around and he can attack and he can find hidden stuff. There's also, say, a gorilla one that can lift heavy things and move heavy things. And there's another one that's like a little spider robot that uh, will get to. So you can, areas. so you wrench out their cores as you're fighting them, and you can make yeah, you make stuff out of them. Like, yeah, you can craft and upgrade your robots. Like Cyborg Justice on the Mega Drive. <laughs> sure, absolutely. This looks all right. Actually, this is kind of winning for me, eh? It's I like really this. easy to get the hang of. They, um, it's got so you're speed. Not sort of thrown into a into a world where you don't know what you're doing yet. And you play as a lady, third person, guns, robots, shooting. I already have it. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laziness wins too. I don't have to do anything. Mm, what do you reckon, chat? Okay, here we go. So uh, it made his uh, final case there. Now it's time for you to decide, Dan. Will it be dun 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 Brayden with Snakey Bus? Dun dun right, dun right. dun. <laughs> oh, oh. Where is it? Snakey Bus. Yep. Or ben with the Deadpool game. Dun 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 dun. Floppy with Song of the Deep. Dun 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 dun. Brayden with Attorney Hawk, skateboarder at law. Do 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 do. Ben with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Absolutely not. Floppy with Record. Dan, your decision. So they're all, I, they're all good, um, apart That's from yours, Ben. I'm tossing up between Recore and Tony Hawks. Um, I, I, I'm trying to work out well. I've got, I've got third person, beautifulness that I love, and then I've got Tony Hawks Classic, which I know will be fine. The only problem with streaming Tony Hawk games is you get flagged for all the music in them. You can't do it. Yep. Oh, I didn't think about the music. You blew it, Brayden. You blew it. Oh. I'm sorry. And so, so your look, decision is? I believe it is floppy. I'll probably do recore. Well yes. done, floppy. Yeah. Correct. Good um, decision. Yeah. So where can we great. see that, Dan? On Sunday. Where can we see you streaming uh, recore and at what time? Oh, well, obviously on Twitch. <laughs> um, over on Twitch on uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. Or um, or after that on YouTube. Uh, what's it called? VOD, Video On Demand on YouTube. Yep. Uh, I'll upload so it after that. For the podcast listeners, that's twitch.tv backslash hack the dino to see it live and join in the conversation. Or you can see it afterwards at youtube.com backslash hack the dino. I think it's time we did something for the podcast listeners now, something that they missed out on last week and something that's near and dear to all of their hearts. No, not cholesterol. I'm talking about Dan versus the world. Dan versus the world. Oh, it's back. We're back. It's back, baby. Where's your glasses? Shit. <laughs> I can't. Versus the world. Dan I... versus the world. The musical jukebox game where I have three songs from video game history. Uh, I will play the first five seconds of the first song and Dan, representing Dan, will make a guess. Then I'll throw it over to Floppy and Brayden who will, as they represent the world, 
conspire together and come up with another question. And that'll go backwards and forwards for five times. Then they take a guess as to what the answer is as to where that song appeared. And I need the full title. Uh, last time we played in the before time, mm. before the dark ages, before the plague was amongst us. Uh, Dan was on eight and the world was on nine. Now we haven't quite worked out how the audio side of things is going to work. So what I'm going to do is do the songs a cappella. What? I'm going <laughs> to sing the songs. And you're gonna <laughs> oh, I was wondering shit. how you were going to do this. Do they have lyrics? Uh, nope, but I can add some if you like. <laughs> what does a cappella mean? Have you seen it means I'm just gonna. Perfect. I'm, I'm gonna make it with my mouth. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna do so, the mouth thing. So you're gonna be like bum 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 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. This, Song number this, one. This is gonna be the worst. <laughs> me 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 me. Here we go. It's despicable me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Bum 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 bum. Bom 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 Oh, uh, okay, Floppy and Brayden. I say this is not my actual question, but how long have you been practicing that? I, I did practice just before we came <laughs> on, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brayden, uh, do you have a question? Uh, I have all the questions because it was on NES, so I have no idea. Um, so I'll let you sort of take one if you want. Have we mentioned it this show? Uh, no. Ooh, that's always a good question, and, eh? Um, question number two. What? So we haven't mentioned the show. It's on NES. What genre of game is this? Uh, it's a, a side scroller adventure RPG. Okay, just so it's... just getting all the <laughs> genres in there. It's not a platformer. Would you uh, say? N- oh, not really. No. Okay. There's a little bit. Of, no, no. There's not even a lot of. No, it's a side scroller. Okay. Cool. All right. World. Fl- Floppy Braden, world. You forgot to mention that um, the chat's not supposed to spoil it. I was going to say I might jump in. With I don't a question, think that's a problem. That's right. Um, Go for it, Braden. What uh, What do you play as? Uh, you play as a uh, a young man, a young chap who uh, who wears green. Oh, Dan. No, that's a trap. Yeah, but number three. Tra- um, is it the Legend of Zelda 2? Need the full title. Is there, is there more than the title? Can I just run yep. over and look at the game on my shelf? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, um, does it have a sub, does it have a subtitle? Like a. Yep. Yep. Um, Legend of Zelda 2. Link. No. No, uh, oh, no he's I on don't an know. adventure. He's on an adventure, isn't he? That, that's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a Link's hint. adventure. I was going to say uh, the adventure of, of no, the adventure the of Link. Yes. Yep. What? Well done, Dan. I'm giving you that one. Yay! Adventure of Link. 
Oh, wait up. So, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I've, I've, the... got, I've got buttons. Oh, man. Yes. Dan, quickly look at the other two giving me the worst daggers ever. <laughs> oh, they are calm. Oh, man. They, they, oh, I'm getting the filthiest looks. I can feel it from here. Okay, song number two. Are you, you're still, you're all tied up. Be happy, guys. It's, I forgot it's to a put tired the, show. I forgot to put the scores in here. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, song number two. <clears throat> bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Why is it bum? Bum, 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 and so on and so forth. Why are they bums constantly? Oh, I think you'll know why. Um, and question number one. I feel like I should ask for a like to hear it again. <laughs> I don't Please want to. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> Do it. I'm um, going to Shazam it. I, I, want, um, I want more genre. I reckon that's a good start. Uh, it's an RPG. A repug. All right. What console is this bad boy on? Uh, sorry, sorry. I've just seen a, uh, a comment in the chat. Michael Towns just said, Ben, you're a stereotype of Ben. <laughs> <laughs> A caricature of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Brad? Uh, so, what console or handheld is this on? Oh, very good. Uh, OG Game Boy. Og. Oh, you know yeah, what it DMG, is, Brayden. DMG 101. Throwing out uh, that. Dan, question number two. Um, what? So, it's on the Game Boy. It's a, What was it? An RPG. Mm-hmm. RPG on the Game Boy. What, since Braden knows that I got to go through my back mind of RPGs, is it? Back mind. What? Back mind. You know, backlog of mind thoughts. Um, <laughs> it's like his backside, <laughs> but cleaner. Is it? Is it? There's only is one RPG. There's only one RPG I know on the Game Boy. So, is it Pokemon? Oh no! I need Ben's. I need Ben's. Ben, talk. I need to see your face to how you react. I need the full title. Yeah. Is it Pokemon? Floppy, stop. Like, I need his. I need his. <laughs> <laughs> is it Pokemon? It could be my plan, possibly. <laughs> is it Pokemon Yellow? No, it's Pokemon Red. Ah. <sighs> That's, so, not that's not fair because, like... No, it's very fair. fair. I was going to ask when, like, which order it came out. Yeah, but then I would have said, oh, were we counting Japanese versions in there? Or I would have said yes. yes. So you just would have been pedantic. Okay. <laughs> yep. Because I'm like that. Okay. So, was that, uh, yeah, Dan, wait, you're I'd, on nine. Dan's on nine. To, the world's on ten. To brag, Shit. was that the Pokemon Center? It was indeed. Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> third, third and final. Get a point for that. Bum ba da da dum ba da 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 dum ba da 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 I hope someone comes into the stream now. 
There's weirdest shit on the internet. All right. You know I what? Very a, close neighbors. This will probably take off and like we'll have to do this every week. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know that many songs. Uh, song number one. Um, song number one. Question number one. Um, yeah, what company made it? What developer? Uh, if you know, if you don't ask another question. No, I, I do. It's our good friends over at Square Enix. <laughs> Can I just say, I lent for it and I tried to Shazam that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> what you mean? My beautiful singing voice didn't accurately convey what an orchestra can do. So what, what you're trying to say is that you're cheating. <laughs> no, I just want to oh. see if it worked, to be honest. You're right, Dan. That is a bit of a cheat, isn't it? It's only cheating if it works. Whoa, I'm, I'm going to have to take that into consideration. Cheating right. the game. I should get a well, phrase out because I guessed that it was the Pokemon Center theme. So, yeah. Sorry, is that your guess, Braden? No, I'm I'm saying it balances out the Shazam to see if it would work. Balances out with the fact that I knew it was the Pokemon Center right. theme. So we're, right. we're flat even. Right. Sorry, who's who's the Lord and Master of this segment? Kojima. Dan, I think he's got all the buttons. Yeah, me. <laughs> uh, Dan, right, on your so, side here. Wait, is it my shot? <laughs> no, no, it's the no, world's. All right. Go, Braden. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what, what, what console? Uh, originally, or where has it originally? Uh, Super Famicom. Yep. Oh, damn it. Silence. Good. Good what for was, a podcast. What was, what was the first answered question? What was it again? Square Enix. Square Enix. Square Enix. Super Famicom. As Number in, two. What um, genre of game? Have I asked that? Yeah, no, you haven't, but it's an RPG. World, question number two. Uh, Floppy, you want to take a hit at one? What is your main weapon? <sighs> All right, so because it's an RPG, there's a party. So I need to know, I, you need to define that. You don't. So I can't just sit there and name all the characters and all their weapons. So you need I mean, to... You could. You need to... There must be a definitively. There must be a definitively main one. All right, hang on. All right, right, I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. You don't know. No. (laughs) What I beautifully and majestically sung then was the theme of one of the characters. So the weapon that that character uses is called the Mazamune. What? What the hell? Which is named after a Japanese uh, samurai warlord. All right, so you, yeah, right. Okay, so uh, question okay. number three, there, Dan. Does it have? Is it how many how many words in the name? Not counting if it's a number of the game. Okay, there's two two <laughs> words. Uh, well, what was that sword called again? <laughs> it's gonna look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, don't admit that sort of stuff. No, no. Uh, uh, what's the what's the general setting that we're in here? Are we talking like like? What's the a... general setting? Uh, well, uh, it, it, it it's about time. Okay. What? It's about time. So it's about a girl. <laughs> Dan, question number four. Um, is it? Do you guys know what it is? Ben no. Braden. Oh, 
don't work together. I have no idea. Um, what is what num is it the what number of the game is it? It is the first. <clears throat> All right, Braden, do you mind if I take a stab and? How can I know what it is? Oh. Well, I mean, you've still got a go you've, for it. you've still got question four and then question five. So yeah, Dan clearly doesn't know. Question. Uh, wait, I can wouldn't give it away if I get the question right. I can think of a mm. question. Okay. So, is so you said two words? Are they conjoined to make one word? What? Uh, it sounds like it, but no. Okay. Is it? Okay. So, question number five, Dan. You got this. Is your last question. Then you got to guess. Is it? Um, I have no idea. Do you guys have any idea? I'm going to guess. I've got an idea. Is yeah, it Final Fantasy? Floppy's got it. Is it Final Fantasy? One? No. Well, what do you think it is? Chrono Trigger. Yes. Yes, I it thought, is. I thought that was on the SNES. Yeah, what do you think of Super Famicom is, Dan? It is the SNES. You just said a Famicom. First Final Fantasy was on the NES. I said a I Super, Super Famicom. Famicom. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Are you sure? I thought you just said Famicom. Yes. Oh, man, I'm sure I know where one of my favorite games of all time. Dude, I could have guessed yep. that if I knew that. I, I just thought we were talking about, and that's why I was like, uh, NES? Like... That's why I thought you said Final Fantasy. I'm like, that was on the NES, not the SNES, man. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, I, um, I got so it wrong. That, at the end of this version of Dan versus the World, Dan is on nine, and the world is on 11. Dan, take us out. I will. I just need to get my glasses back. So, okay, Velma. Whoop, whoop, this is whoop. a lot better when Braden does it. <laughs> no, we've been Hack the Dino. This is our critical path, and this has been the 94th time we've done this. We are working from home at the moment, uh, which is why we've got this crude set up. But hopefully it wasn't too much of an eyesore for Get you all. stuffed. <laughs> Dan's put so much work into making this look good, and then you just went and smashed it down. Yeah, yeah. but what you got to remember is, I'm a prick. Uh, if you like this, be sure to head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino and give it a thumbs up when you see it up there a little bit later on, uh, seeing how YouTube banned us. Uh, you can also subscribe here over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino or follow us. Uh, if you don't like that and just want to hear our voices through the tin of the internet, head on over to SoundCloud, 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 iTunes, or Spotify in order to... Uh, Subscribe there or whatever you do. Uh, we have been hacked the dino. Are our mics still on? Yeah. Good. I, I was what? afraid they went gone. No, yeah, they're, they're here. Good. <laughs> Brayden, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about movies, one, you can keep tuned to see uh, us talk about stuff in our pop culture club um, and go to Patreon for just a dollar and you can get it a week early from everyone else. Uh, but also uh, Millennial Movie Talk is a movie podcast that I do with my mates. Uh, go find it on Spotify. It's good. As opposed to us, who are, I, who are his overlords. Nah, <laughs> you're my his other mates. mates. I got multiple <laughs> mates. I'm allowed to have mates. Where, where are his old mates? Where are old the old mate. guys? He comes to advice about girls. They're like, how do you get these cobwebs off my roof? I'll ask my old mates. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to ask Dan because Dan's gutters were full. <laughs> Floppy, you got anything to plug? Uh, look, you can come over to on Instagram to Floppy Plays Games. Check out what my local, local, latest pickups and stuff like that are. What I've been playing. That'd be cool. Dan. 
Um, just come down and watch us over on Twitch these days. Um, Twitch.tv uh, backslash hack the dino with capital letters in hack the dino. I think that's what it is. Um, we'll be over there for a little while for 90 days at least, unless we, um, you know, we do some hard hitting like, uh, t- what was that? T- Tony, or Tony Hawks on them. <laughs> what was your joke? Attorney Hawk skateboarder at law. Attorney Hawk skateboarder at law them. Um, but yeah, and uh, that's about it, really. Apart from that, come to, come visit me at my shop. Oh, I have an online store now, um, greenlightcomics.com. You can buy comics online and sent to your door, or click and collect and come into the shop and grab them. And you can see me over on Twitter, at Ben Rosenthal, or Mr. Benjamin on Instagram, where I put up all the uh, stuff that I find, like video games and other fun things like that. We've been Hack the Dino. Follow us on all the socials. Thank you for being with us, and we love you so much, my darling child. Goodbye. Objection.